So, I guess this is a little different this time. So, I'm going to try to link this up with my camera. If not, you're just going to get a whole bunch of pictures. It is what it is. Um, I guess let's look back at the All-Star break. I didn't even watch this fucking game. I'm not a big All-Star break game fan, skills comp. I don't, I don't give a shit, man. It was 33-13. to 13. TPAP's team won. I didn't even look at the stats, to be honest. I just I don't give a fuck, to be honest. Um, Marcus Holman with seven points. Wisniewskis with six points. Face-offs, who gives a shit? Save percentage, who gives a shit? I, mean, I don't know. I, I, I just don't. I can't, can't bring myself to give a shit. Uh, on ESPN2, we got the Redwoods and the Atlas. Uh, as you can expect, I'm probably going to go with the Atlas. Last I looked, it said that Trevor Baptiste was going to be out. So, I mean, yeah, let's let's go take a look at the um, the injuries right now. Ament still out. T-Bap is out, I guess. I mean, if at this point they're saying he's out, I guess he, like, he's, he's out, out. Um, Lyle Thompson out. Ryan Tierney questionable. Tyson Bell questionable. Max Adler out. Raganese out. So that's tough for Chaos, but I guess they still have... Um, TK, um, Jack Neer out, Ryan Lee out, it's for the Redwoods, the Water Dogs, Ryland Reese is a doubtful, it's going to be a tough one, Jake Withers, I, he'll probably end up playing, Dylan Ward's out, Micah Schlosser's out, Ryan Brown's out, Steven DiNapoli's out, or Ryan Brown's questionable, Steven DiNapoli's out, Schlosser's questionable, and then we have... Jake Bernhardt, questionable. Ty Warner, out. Mike Earnhardt, out. Matthew Dunn, out. There's no way all these guys are out. We'll take it with a grain of salt, but we'll go with what we got. And I'll post it on my Instagram about the um, my final predictions and thoughts as to who the fuck's going to go where. So, Redwoods Atlas. You already know I'm a, I'm a Redwoods guy. I just I, I, I don't see a way of them winning this game. Uh, I don't know who would be the face-off guy for the Atlas if they don't have... Because they have T-Bap, they don't have anyone else. Uh, actually, they're inactive. I don't even know who this guy is. He's a recent graduate from Syracuse. It's looking like they'll have to go with him. It's a lot of guys who are, like, out. Like, I mean, those are those are big names across the board. So I, I'd be surprised if all of them are really out. But I don't know. That's tough. Because I guess if they were if they weren't out, they'd be doubtful. But they're out, so they're not gonna play. Who fucking knows? <laughs> yeah, as for last week, I don't, they're not great at updating shit. We'll see when it comes down to the last minute. Either way, I don't think it, I don't think it changes all too much. The Atlas are still the team to beat, either them or the Chrome. Garrett Apple still my dude. Rob Pennell, meh. I mean the the T. Um, Law and Gray combination is still fucking second and none. Um, defensively stuff, K-Van, Rapport, Tucker Durkin, and goalie stuff, uh, Cannon on the Atlas side. Midfield-wise, like, if you're a, a Miles Jones believer, roll with it. I would never. T.D. Erlin might be, like, a good look, um... My only issue with him is that he he doesn't he doesn't score at all, no assist, maybe one goal on the season, and he doesn't like produce a lot of faceoff wins. Um, 
I mean, I'm sorry, he doesn't produce a lot of ground balls. Because when he even when he wins the faceoffs, he doesn't have a um, lot of ground balls off of those. Like he'll, he'll average whatever it is, 40 to 50 percent in the faceoff X um, or the faceoff stripe, and he'll get like six six ground balls, t- give or take, like one. So he's not really like Trevor Baptiste. You know, I mean, obviously his percentage is unbelievable, but the amount of ground balls that he gets off of it the amount of points and offensive generated. He's a special individual. So I think that the, the fantasy wise here is obviously that, that Atlas offense. Um, and I like in Cannon as well, depending on his value. And we'll look into that, but on the goalie side for the Redwoods, you know, I don't know if it's going to be Tim Trout or I'm not sure if it'll be Jack Kelly. If I had to guess, it'd probably have to be Jack Kelly. Jack Kelly, he'll, <laughs> Jack Kelly has two less games played than Tim Troutner and has five less saves and is almost 10% better save percentage wise. So, I mean, it's a, it's a small sample size, two games, but 44% with 15 saves compared to, and it's crazy. The scores against average is 14.1 for Jack Kelly, but for Tim Troutner, it's 10.5. I don't know what to take with that. Um, in the past, um, so week one of this year, Atlas Redwoods, Atlas won with a phenomenal shooting percentage. Who would have thought? And then Redwoods Atlas, 21, week two, Atlas took it, even with the team that they had. And group play of 2020, the pandemic year out in Salt Lake City, Redwoods only won by one. So even with a bad team, it doesn't seem like it's a great matchup Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the Atlas's coach with this. Um, I haven't looked up the uh, the lines yet, so let's take a quick look there. Let's see what we got going for them. If I had to guess, it's gonna be obviously Atlas are the favorite. I would say over under 22 and a half. Let's see what we got here. Sports, sports. Jesus fucking Christ! All sports. There we go. Yeah, I would say it's probably 22 and a half. 23 and a half. Money line minus 205 for the Atlas. Oh, look at this. So they finally started doing it. So they're going to go minus 2.5 for the Atlas. Because just no, it's not worth taking a spread. If you're going to take the spread, just take the money line. Like, it's your, your odds are better. If no, no team... I don't know. I guess there are a lot of close games and whatnot, but not not this year, at least. It just hasn't really been this year. I don't know how I feel about the over-under, but I, I like the Atlas minus 2.5 at a plus 115. Now, another 4-1, 1-4 matchup, we have the Whipsnakes and the Chaos. So here, I mean, obviously, they, they met last year in the, um, the championship. Um... Week 1, June 4th, 2020. Chaos 8, Whipsnake 0. That's got to be wrong. That might be preseason. Uh, 21. They're not showing... Ah, this, this website is so fucking frustrating. Um, this, is this to me, is just a toss-up. Um, I like Nardella in this because I like him against TK. Uh, those two know each other and train together, so I think that... Uh, I think Nardella has been the better... 
uh, face-off guy. I don't think that's very much of a uh, debate. And I, I would imagine that continuing throughout the next uh, the next week. Attack-wise, I don't know. These are two great goaltenders, and their their defenses are both... Well, Whipsnakes are solid. The Chaos have been kind of like, eh. Midfield-wise, i definitely go with the Chaos. And then attack-wise... Yeah, you'd have you have you'd have, you'd have to lean the whip snakes. Rambo, Carlson, Zeddy Ballgame. I mean I, I guess you have I don't even know. I don't think Mac O'Keefe now he plays uh midfield. You have Ryan Smith, um Josh Byrne, it's someone else. I forget who the last guy is. It's not Dixon, because he doesn't play with them anymore. Um Yeah, well, We'll see about that. I definitely, I think that the face-off guy from this, it's probably a two is going to come at um, Nardella. Line-wise, over-under, I'm going to go with the under 22.5. Whip Snakes are probably going to control the pace of the game. They work historically. I don't want to say a bit slower, but they play in lower-scoring games. They'll have the ball for most of the time, and Blaze on the other end is going to help out that that as well. Chaos are plus one twenty five money line. Whip snakes are minus one fifty five, and the line is minus one and a half. Whip snakes is the favorite. Uh, both are minus one fifteen though. I like the over under for this. I think I think that's a solid bet. Cannons archers. So this is another one and four team going up against a three and two team. This one I'm I'm kind of I don't know I don't know exactly how I feel about this. Uh, they played in week three where the archers absolutely lit them the fuck up, but I I, I don't think it's gonna be the same. Um, I mean it was an absolute blowout that was back on Long Island. I think that the saying here that their their face off has gotten better. I don't know how true that is. I mean, Stephen Kelly against, God, who knows what, against uh, the Archers. So, yeah, I, w- I would say that the faceoff definitely leans cannons. Goaltending-wise, I think leans cannons. Attack-wise, midfield-wise, defense-wise. So it's pretty much like special teams, special teams, if you, if you would, goes towards the cannons and then the main meat potatoes – I don't really want to put it like that to downplay the other, but whatever. Don't fuck it. Um, only four people listening. I think that um, that'll help out the whatever fuck it is, the archers. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to have to look through these because I'm not. I'm really not too sure how I feel about the players. I'm going to have to see. This is a big value one because I don't really know exactly how I feel about it. Nothing's like screaming out to me about this game. Um, they have the archers. Wow. Minus 2.5. I might rock. I might Millie rock with the fucking cannons plus 2.5 at minus 140 though. That's not great money. Money line. It's plus 175 cannons minus 215 for the archers and the over under is 24 and a half. Fuck. I would go under just cause that's a lot of scoring. But I'm not loving anything about this game. Nothing's screaming out to me about this game just yet. So we'll see. The last one we have are the Chrome and the Water Dogs. Water Dogs are 
the underdogs, water dog, underdog against the Chrome, rightfully so. Um, I think the water dogs are one and four as well. No, they're two and three, and the Chrome are four and one. I mean, Chrome, better attack. I feel like that's pretty. Their midfields, I feel like, are relatively the same. I think the consistency might be a bit better on the Chrome, but I think the depth on both sides. No, I would, I would, I would go, I would go Water Dogs because you know you have, you have Courier, you have Slosher, you have Kelly. Um, I'm definitely missing a couple other guys, but those guys, like compared to the other side, like Rannigan and Macintosh, I I like the Water Dogs a bit better defensively though. Defensively, goaltending wise, especially with Ward out, goes towards the Chrome. Faceoff wise, goes towards Chromes. Four out of five. I gotta hit the Chrome on this. The Chrome are. Minus 145 money line. I, I'm going to parlay that. I'm going to parlay these three together. An Atlas minus 2.5. A Chaos. Whip Snakes under. And a Chrome minus 145. With bets of... I'm, I'm hypothetical. Hypothetical bets. Um, a plus 626. Oh, shit. Not too fucking shabby there, eh? Defensively, JT Giles-Harris... Not a bad look. Um, Kier McArdle, Michael Sowers, your guys on the other side, Ryan Brown has kind of been like, I don't know how to, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to expect from him. That's the, that's the thing that kind of bugs me sometimes. Uh, but yeah, Wisniewskis, Nick Churn, um, offensively, so no, no worries about that. Like the over under for that game, also twenty four and a half. I just I'm gonna stay away from that. Those those high 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 over unders give me some type of uh, anxiety sometimes. So Atlas going five and one against the one and four whip, uh, whip snakes soon to be one and five. Whip snakes chaos. I'm gonna go chaos. I'm really rocking with the chaos. I'm gonna go with an underdog for this. This doesn't count. This isn't my bet. This isn't anything. It's just me throwing it into the universe. Uh, Cause fuck the whip snakes. Cannons archers. I've I've got a feeling about the fucking cannons, but and archers are also a way to go as well. I'm a, you know I'm an archers guy. I'm going with archers, and then chrome water dog. Anyone can win on any day, but with the people who are out on the water dog side, gotta go with chrome. So let's take a look. There's a lot of people who are out. There are a lot of people who I've mentioned that aren't playing. So let's take a look. Let's start off. I always start off with face off. Because I, I just immediately put in Trevor Baptiste. He's out. Who do we have at two? Connor Farrell, uh, Nardella, and then everyone else is a three. Connor Farrell is a one. Wow, look at that. Against Jake Withers, who might not be playing. Joe Nardella. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my... Or we could go Stephen Kelly on the cannons. I'm going to go with Joe Nardella. I think that he's worth a two in this position. Goaltending-wise, Dylan Ward is out. He's a one. Burnlor is a one. I'm not going to spend a one on that. Let's take a look at some threes. Sean Saccone. Saccone. On the chrome. Jack McCann. And I'm, I'm going Jack McCann with a three. I'm, I'm already... I'm locked. I'm locked the fuck in. Defense. Oh, man, though. I don't want to spend a fucking two on a defender, though. Let's take a look. Let's see what we got here. Who are our twos? Blaze against the Whips. It's not a bad. That's not a bad bet. And Morocco against the Atlas. I'm not. I mean, I guess the Archers. I'm not doing it. Let's go Blaze here. 
So I can spend my three on whoever the fuck. I don't give a fuck who I spend this on, man. Like, Ty Warner out, Jesse Bernhardt for the Chrome. Um, I don't know. Count Squires, the girl, Harlot. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jesse Bernhardt. To me, this it doesn't really fucking matter that much about the defense. You got to hit on everything else, and I think that's what matters. The rest of our ones: Dane Smith, Jules Henningberg, Ryan Drenner, Justin Gutter. Okay, yeah, because he's now at attack. I mean, he's now in midfield. Tom Schreiber and Justin Anderson for the Chrome. I forgot about him. Um, I'm gonna stick with my boy Dano. Big Daner. Big Daner fan. And then our last one, we have T, Nick Churn, Sowers, Wisniewskis, Manny, and Lyle. Lyle, who's, te- who's technically out. Hmm. Chris Gray just outside that one tier. Pretty much 15 points per game or more gets you in that one. So it's Atlas, Redwoods, um... He's just he's gonna get Garrett Apple and that's gonna be a hard matchup. Most likely though, who knows? Um Chrome against the Water Dogs. Their defense isn't atrocious though. Not the greatest, but not atrocious. Michael Sowers, I'm not really feeling it, although he he did torch Matt Dunn a good amount of times. Logan Wisniewskis. Chrome, yeah, against um the Water Dogs. Archers Will Manny. That'd be tough. That just fucking locked. But it is what it is. I think I'm going to go with Will Manny. This is, this is my current guys who are out. This is what I'm fucking sticking with. Will Manny, Dane Smith. Spend my two ones on the two that I think make the most of a difference. Face-off-wise, Joe Nardella as my two. I would have gone to a one here. If T-Bap is playing. If he is, I'll probably change... My attack to uh, Chris Gray. And then Jesse Bernhardt as my defensive guy. My three. And my goaltender, Blaze Reardon, as my two. And we have Atlas, minus 2.5, plus 155. We have Whipsnakes Chaos under, at, uh, 22.5 for plus 100. And we have Chrome and Water Dogs, minus 145. Moneyline Chrome. Parlay that all together, and you got plus 626 odds. And that's what you got, baby. That's how we're doing. So it's been a while. Uh, I was kind of not feeling it at all, but it is nice to get back into it. I'm excited for this upcoming uh, segment. I got this new camera, so we're going to figure that out. And obviously, as always, if anyone wants to hop on, please just fucking let me know, man. I would love to get a co-host on this. Um Nardwar, keep it rocking in the free world, baby.